What's up, everybody? Um, Davis and Michael here. Um, episode eight, seven, eight, six. I don't know. Sportsmanship podcast. The newest episode. The newest, the most recent episode for y'all. Um, <laughs> we've been busy. We started a moonshine company, but that doesn't mean we don't care about y'all. We just had to get things up and running there. We did. So um, we're back. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Sportsmanship, the podcast where we talk about sports and shit. Uh, we're excited to get this going. New equipment, finally up and running. Uh, it was pretty impossible to figure out, but we've got it going now. Um, so, in the words of P. Diddy, we ain't going nowhere. We're back. Yeah, um, we hired a new producer. He's busy tonight, so it took us a while. His name's uh, Subtle. Um, so, he's he's our new producer moving forward. Um yeah, but no. yeah, we're super excited to be back. Content's gonna step up. He's got some really good stuff. Really educated in the whole production business. His brain, so, educated brain. He he knows what he's doing. He's had a couple concussions, but uh, that doesn't affect his ability to to help us produce content. So we're excited back in time uh, just for March Madness. Obviously, all the conference tournaments coming up now. Um, so we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of content. Switching away from football a little bit. Unless you want to discuss the XFL, which I... I, I, I have no interest <laughs> in talking about that. I, I figured that would be the answer. So, no XFL. We're going to keep it mainly to basketball. Uh, NBA, we'll touch on a little bit. Maybe some baseball as the season goes on. But, uh, yeah, let's get it going. Oh, oh, one thing I wanted to mention as well, with the new equipment, uh, what it's going to enable Mike and myself to do uh, is calling guests now, which is great. So, no longer the days of bringing in uh, a guest in person. Like, no one wants to hear Hawkins No, nobody day. wants to hear that. No, no. That's, that's nobody wants to hear him. So we're working on some stuff, trying to get some pretty big guests in here, hopefully some people that you guys have heard of. Um, we're excited. The Instagram is now up, Sportsman Shit on Instagram. Give that a follow. That's where we're going to be posting most of the shout-outs, letting you all know when we're going to drop new content. Uh, right now, there's just one opening post, but... Just after this episode, we'll throw one up there and let you guys know that we're back underway. Um, tell your friends. Let's uh, let's really get this thing going. Yeah, uh, the Instagram is Sportsmanship Podcast. It is a picture. Its profile picture is a green backdrop, like a football field with a guy smoking uh, a cigarette. Um, new logo. New logo. Really like it. You had, you had somebody. My sister, that, right? My sister your Grace sister. designed it. Thank you. Um, it, it kind of reminds me of like before podcasts, the, all these old guys were just sitting around talking about sports and random stuff, yeah. you know, doing the same thing, but not in podcasts. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. Cool like looking it. logo. Yeah, no, that's great. Let's, uh, we're going to start out with this first segment. Um, it's basically recent events, news, stuff that's happened in the past week or two. We're going to call this segment the rundown. So every week we'll give you the rundown things that have been happening, catch you up to speed, uh, and then we'll move on to some of the stuff that's upcoming and uh, happening now. So first thing up, golf last week, we can touch on the Arnold Palmer, excuse me, Kitayama 
outlasted Spieth, Scheffler, Rory, everybody to win that tournament. It's impressive. What were you thinking? Well, first off, I'm thinking golf is back. We're in the stretch of golf where it's the weather's changing. It's getting nice outside on Sunday afternoons every weekend. Um, You'll just be sitting there relaxing, watching golf, and watching the best players in the world play the PGA Tour. That's right. That's right. I was devastated. Um, Put a little bit of the John Jones earnings from, I guess that was Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night. I uh, put a lot of money on John Jones, no particular reason. Got him at terrible odds. He opened up as a plus 130 underdog. I got him at really? minus 170 favored before the fight. He opened up as an underdog? Opened up at plus 130. But how are you minus 170? At by the fight. Everybody had bet on John Jones. Oh, it's just Vegas was like, oh, that's not a yeah, good idea. The odds were shifting because all the money was on John Jones. Obviously a good bet in retrospect, but it was you know, well, 220. It lasted a minute and a half. It, it lasted, yeah, it was a whopping minute. Um, that was exciting. I don't pretend to be super into UFC. Me neither. Um, our producer is subtle. He's not here right now. Uh, subtle even said that Jones would win by submission. So f- from now on, he's Which your guy. Been a crazy bet because the odds on that would have been probably pretty good. Very different. Um, yeah. Um, I don't really know. People kept talking about John Jones past. Yeah. And I don't know it. Oh, it's um, and I don't just like I didn't the look last into three it. years, you mean? Or like he had like drug problems yeah. and went through all that. And yeah, I don't so really know. The last three and years. And his he PDs, I guess. Yeah, so he hadn't fought the last three years. Failed some drug tests. Cocaine was one of them. Yeah, um, I saw that. Which, which was no good. So people were a little bit iffy on whether he'd be able to. I mean, but the dude is the best fighter of all time. He's scary. He was He's also super, fighting in a division, a weight super division. Scary. He's never fought it. Okay, wait. Back to what we were talking about, though. You, uh, The golf. The golf. Um, I, I had money on Rory. It was, he made a big comeback though. He was plus three first day. Yeah. Yeah. I got him at great odds. I think it was, um, I, I had a total of 75 by the end of the tournament on him. Cause I doubled down when it started to get a little, as you should, a little close. As and you it was, should. It, it ended up being 75 to win 500. Wow. Um, wow. so wow. That, that was a tough Sunday. I'm not going to lie because that would have been John Jones. You win the 225 to win 135 top on 500 more. That would have been a big weekend. Something I thought was cool about this tournament, you know, I, you after I say this, maybe elaborate on the elevated tournaments because mm-hmm. I don't know as much about it, but that leaderboard Sunday was awesome. I mean, you had 20 guys that felt like minus six, minus seven, minus eight, all in contention. All those guys, most of those guys, big name guys. It was Jordan Spieth. It was Rory. It was Scheffler. Um, I mean, it was everybody. Yeah, no, that's... Sandershoff, uh, I mean, and the, it was awesome to see... The elevated events are not only bigger purses. Like, you saw the purse for the tournament was $20 million. But it also means for those 15 elevated events, might be 14, I think it's 15. The 15 elevated events, the top 60 players on the PGA Tour, World Golf Rankings, whatever, will all be invited to those tournaments, and they're going to play in those tournaments. The difference this year is all those players are invited, but there's a cut. Next year, it's just those players, just the top 60, and there's no, no cut. There's no cut. Interesting. So it'll go through the entire weekend. I think you'll see much better tournaments. Leaderboards, people are excited about watching. The leaderboard was probably the best leaderboard I've oh, seen in a long time. It's sweet. It, the BGA is blowing live out the water. And something right about that that I saw was Rory was like, yeah, or everyone. Like, I mean, a lot of tournaments, you know, minus seven, minus nine. Yeah. That's not crazy. Sometimes it's like minus 20, minus 15, minus 13. But, I mean, still pretty good. But Rory was after the, you know, I think he said it on Monday. 
talking about how hard the course was playing, you know, for Arnold Palmer, like in an honor, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, short game comes down to short game. And he's like, I don't know if people like seeing bogeys, but birdies weren't, you know, as often. And no, people, the bogeys like made that scorecard oh, at the did. end be so close. And like Kenny I was at a seven. Yeah. He, uh, wow. A three. Wow. But I mean, yeah, that proves the point. Like bogeys are just as good as birdies because oh. it makes it way more interesting in the end. You know, that's what the, uh, you can get your golfer back in it by just a, your guy, the other guy bogeys, your guy birdies, or even your guy could par as long as people yeah. are bogey. I mean, it just makes it so much more interesting. And I think it's good for it. I agree. I, I think, uh, it might've been the course managers, um, or, or whoever hosted the tournament said they would, re- this is not a golf course. We want to see the leader be at minus 22 by the end. I don't think people want to see that either. I agree. And it's nice every now and then, but the difference in that tournament, you're right, is bogeys. Because McElroy, like he was nine under at one point. You remember that? Yeah. Solo. Speeth, 11 under, four deal. bogeys. Same deal. On the back nine. Just, you, you, Spieth was hitting the ball horribly. His putting was saving him on the front nine. Back nine, he kind of got less hot. But yeah, no, I agree. Um, Arnold Palmer, great tournament. That was players, awesome. Players coming up. And we'll I'm touch on that. Obviously, looking forward to that so much. Um, but a few more of the headlines from our rundown. Ja Morant, um, yeah, off the court. Just say, just really, say, what, say, say what you really have to struggle. say. I, you know, I, to me, and, and I, I'm just picking up on a lot of the stuff that I've heard. But my opinion on it is the same deal with Miles Bridges on the Hornets. Stop it! You're not gangsta anymore. You're not. Well, hold on, Ja Morant. Has never been such a person. No, he never has been. As a South Carolina guy growing up in the upper state area, he went to a private school, went yep. to Murray State, you know, had a, like a, a good, up, like he had a great story, you know. Yep, they, some, some guy found him in a gym yep. where, where trials were happening for a, like some combine, but he wasn't even in the main gym. He was in a yep. side gym and someone happened to see him. He's had a great story and now he's, he's got all this money. He can just take his life and roll with it. Agreed. Uh, he's not. He's young and he's a great player. He's he, he's he's not in the slums like you want you to think. He's not a gangster. He's not. The, the the dude does everything to look as hard as he can off the court on the court. Apparently, I, I don't get it. Apparently, he punched a seventeen year old in the face really? in his backyard. They were playing pickup, and I guess oh, the I guy threw that. a ball at him and he punched him in he the face. He denied those allegations. And then he said, and then apparently he said, "I'm gonna go inside and get my gun." To the kid. Yeah. What is wrong with this guy? There's no room for that. Uh, I've seen a lot of stuff that is putting him in bridges. He needs to get some, some better friends or something. They're going to be know. the first ones to make it out the NBA. They're, this is they're, ridiculous. They're doing it. They're doing it effectively. Yeah. John Moran could be like a Hall of Famer so easily, it seems like. Yeah. he's. I mean, he's definitely getting there. I, that's a guy that it, it's sad to see. He's exciting to watch. He makes the league more entertaining. I'm not a big NBA guy. I don't. I, I really just don't love it. And that's. It's just no defense, and it's it, not competitive. It's, in a it's way. not great. The the teams like Charlotte just never have a real shot. But um, that's ridiculous to me. He he needs to put things in perspective. He's got a family perspective, to take man. care of. Well, he. I mean, he has like he he bought his dad a house right next to him. Some good looking houses. His dad's supposed to be this guy who's hard on him and keeping him going great. But in my opinion, I I look at it like this. All right, he. You know, he's young. He was young. He wasn't supposed to be some crazy NBA player. Yeah. You know, coming out of high school, coming out of college. He has turned into that awesome NBA player. And he got all this money. He got all this fame. He got all this publicity. Mm-hmm. And he went the wrong way with it. He had his little fun. He had his little moment. But all right, just forget that happened. You know, he deleted social media now. Forget that happened. Okay. Just play basketball. Focus on basketball. Um. You know, definitely. And then... 
you know, it, he was in a strip club filming himself with a gun. With a gun. A lot of he got, what, a lot of a questionable suspension for that or something. From the Grizzlies, but the NBA is now looking into it too. So it could yeah, you know, extend. Ridiculous. Probably should extend. And something I also saw, and then we can move on because I think it's it's uh it's pretty <laughs> obvious what needs to happen for John Morant, and yeah. we don't want to harp on it too much. But Stephen Adams, an older veteran of the Grizzlies, a longtime player, had a meeting two days before that. Players only says we need to have better discipline. We need to be better people first and better teammates and hold each other like just better people mm-hmm. and i think he was talking because they had a young team um that that was and their team has been job. annoying players all year and, and dylan brooks has been no different he's yeah been, i mean that team just kind of needs to get it they need to just you know not talk probably and figure their stuff out on the court first he's a little baby draymond i hate draymond yeah. that's a topic for another time but i hate you know that guy. the grizzlies last year loved him this Grizzlies team just talking trash all the time, you know, not even winning the games that they're doing it in. I'm not liking them, and I think most people can agree. I agree with you. Um, speaking of off the field, oh my gosh, um, it's just it's never ending, really. Occurrences. Joe Mixon. Uh, this is kind of a crazy story, though. So there's a video of him in his car outside of his own house, and somebody runs across his front lawn. Somebody. Somebody, okay. and he opens up on him. He shoots at him. You hear the shots. Whatever. Yes. Turns out it's a 16-year-old boy. What are they doing? What are these boys doing? Playing Nerf. They're, it's a Nerf fight. It's he thinks they're fight. real guns, I guess. I, I, it's in I the don't dark. know if you blame them as much, but having the pass that Joe Mixon has... It's not a good pass. It, no, it, it, it's hard to let that one just slide. Imagine saying like, oh yeah, um, I shot a kid because they were having a Nerf fight in my front yard. Mm, <laughs> not a something you want to say. It, it was dark. He couldn't see. But something tells me you would know if it's a sixteen-year-old like, boy, right? Dude, if they're shooting Nerf bullets, yeah, yeah. you don't hear those. No. I mean, yeah, you can see like they're bright yellow guns, man. They're shooting little orange dud bullets. <laughs> yeah. Again, I mean, honestly, I have no words. No words. No. Words. I, I agree, and and there's not much we can say about that. We'll get some new details. On to more positive subjects, and these are the last few of the rundown here. Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, new four-year, $160 million contract. Yeah. How Giants do you feel are locked this? in. Well, here was my thing. You have some roots. Yeah. So Daniel obviously was the quarterback in my high school. Zero star coming out of high school. Won as a state championship. Great dude. A lot of respect for him. Duke, great coaching. Um, he was asking, and, and people around him have been saying this, the guys that work for Daniel Jones – he was asking for a minimum of $35 million a year. People are like, okay, well, the Giants paid 40 I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> to say that the Giants believe he's the next coming of Christ. But one thing I thought about was he's in New York, right? What is New York? You don't have? want to hear me. You what don't want to hear what I have to say. So New York has the here. largest state taxes for the top income bracket. Of any state. What does that have to do with anything? So what it means is he gets he, more money than what he no, would. No, no, no. So he's making 160 million, 40 annually. That 40 million annually, 20. He gives no, no. Is it more than four 50? years? 40 million a year, 160 total. Yeah. 40 million a year. He loses 60 percent of that to the state every single year. So like, yeah. I mean, I think he's overpaid. But he's young, he's got talent, and he showed this year that dude. with with guys surrounding... Dude, by the way, the Giants were a great team. Who 
Who the fuck was he throwing the ball to? Okay, I have some different opinions here. Who was he throwing the ball to? Many different opinions. First off, your tax argument, oh, he, you know, irrelevant. That $160 million is taking up room in the cap space for other people. It is. And you see that when they could only franchise it tag fair. Saquon, who's one but of the best running backs in the have? And look at the money teams. I would rather paying. have. Look at what the Saints just paid a quarterback. Car. I would rather have a quarterback over a running back. Yeah. But I don't think Daniel Jones is a quarterback I would rather have over Saquon. But I don't think that's a decision they have to make right now. They do. That's why they could only franchise tag. You know what a franchise tag is. Yeah, yeah, that's right, not right. That's not what players want. Right. They want you long-term want big yeah. deals. Yeah. Especially when you're Saquon who's been hurt. Yeah. And you just proved this year that you're mm-hmm. still pretty good. And they tagged him, right? They tagged him. Yeah. $10 million. Well, that's the, Ten. Smart, that's the smart decision. For their, for their GM, yeah. yeah but their GM the, also made... the tag costs, not how much the contract But hold on. But hold on. You're telling me Daniel Jones is a $40 million, Don't... Take the taxes out of it. We're not even... Okay. You know, let's I, just say even. I think he, he is not a $40 million... Given the money that uh, other quarterbacks... Patrick Mahomes is 50. And that's deservedly so. Patrick Mahomes... Josh Allen's like, Mahomes not, is on a 10-year deal, not four. Okay, that's awesome. Good for him. Let's focus on the per-year basis here. I, I agree that has something that's to the, do with it. Daniel Jones is now like they're the not closest giving, quarterback to Mahomes in contract per year. But they're not giving Daniel Jones 10 years of that. They're giving him four. It doesn't matter. You're committing to a guy for four years. No, Who it doesn't matter. Who would you rather matter. have? At quarterback that you could get for that money for the next four years. I would not pay Daniel Jones $20 million a year. I would so, pay him so you somewhere below that. Less than like a Derek Carr. Equivalent. Less than. Well, the, Equal the to. money you just gave me was less than. Yes. Then yeah, I guess. What has Daniel Jones done? I, I think this year he I, led a phenomenal. I think team. this year his their new coach. One of my favorite I, I coaches. Gable's a great coach. The defense was solid. But, dude, he's handing the ball off to Saquon, which is phenomenal. Dog, good right? offensive right. line. It's a good offensive line. Saquon okay. did great with that okay. offensive line. Okay. Okay, okay line. fine. Okay. Just call him, not, not let's good. just call him neutral. Neutral. I'll give you neutral. Name two receivers that Daniel Jones was throwing the ball to. Actually, name one good receiver. Name one good one. That he's throwing the ball to. I'm not. He's not throwing it to superstars, but these NFL receivers are still pretty good. Okay, but what I'm saying is, you have a guy. You just gave me the Patrick Mahomes thing, right? Dude, he's oh throwing the gosh. ball, dude. To Kelsey. that's comparing him, dude. Kelsey, that's one. To Hardman, Hardman is just he's fast, but he's not better than receivers on the Giants. But good, he, he's fast. Um, who else is he throwing the ball to? Juju. Juju's not very Solid. good. Solid. I don't think he's very good. Juju would be wide receiver number one on the Giants. Agree or disagree? Because he's wide I, have, I would have to look at the depth chart right now. I don't uh, think Juju's you, very you good. You know it. You know it. I disagree. Anyways, my point is, dude, Daniel Jones is a young guy. This year he proved he can win. They did win a lot of games. And coach. I think it's a coach. It's all about culture and coaching. and I, 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 Quarterback I played eh. That 100% played a factor, but he did not play eh. I just don't think he's a he $40 well. million dollar guy. There's... Let me, you know, you keep rambling here. I'm going to give look up the, the base salaries for NFL quarterbacks right now and see if there's anyone Fair. below Patrick, above Danny. Okay. Um, and, and, and I think, like, you'll see that coming up. Like, with a guy like Lamar Jackson who just got tagged. Obviously, that's not what he wanted. They can't, he can't come to a deal with the Ravens uh, because they can't agree on a contract. If a guy like Daniel's asking for 35, I would imagine – Especially after he signed that contract, Lamar is asking for no less than 40, 45. Um,
But that, I, I, that's all really besides the point. I'm biased. I, I, I think Daniel's a good quarterback. I, I don't think wow. he's a Mahomes. I don't think he's a Rodgers. I don't think he's an ex-Brady. But I think he's one of the youngest guys Dude, in the league right now. This is actually surprising. That you can rely on. And I think you're going to see guys like <laughs> Burrow and Herbert when they get out of their rookie contracts that are going to make a lot of money. Like, right. what do you think Burrow and Herbert are going to sign? So for? I'm looking at this, right? And I guess Burrow and Herbert wouldn't be included yet because they're on their they, they order deals. They saw rookie deals. Daniel Jones' new contract has him above quarterbacks. Previous Super Bowl champion Matthew Stafford. Oh, he's he's old. Above he won like five games this year. Above Derek Carr. I would pay him more than both. Derek Carr is getting paid thirty seven point five from the Saints. I don't think either. Kirk one Cousins, Jared Goff. I, I still agree. Agree. All right, this is a big one. Okay. Lamar Jackson. He hasn't signed a new deal. That's his old deal. So he's okay. above guys that I think he's better than. You're also you also got to realize he's young. Tom Brady. The age on yeah, no shit. Trevor Lawrence. I, I still would you rather pay? Him. Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. Okay, and I hate Trevor Lawrence, but give me Trevor Lawrence. I would, I would take Daniel Jones. I mean, Joe Burrow's on his old one, so I guess that's not really the same much. But it's kind of like interesting. Aaron Rodgers gets paid fifty a, a year. Somehow Russell Wilson gets forty eight. Kyler Murray, oh my gosh, I don't know how he gets paid forty six. See, this is what I'm saying. Look at a guy like Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson, $46 million a year. Okay, so what I'm saying, Mike, is you, you, you're you actually proving my Josh point. Allen, mean to 43. Him. Is Josh Allen only $3 million more valuable yeah, that's not what I'm saying. per year than Daniel Jones? What I'm saying is you just mentioned guys like Deshaun Watson. You mentioned guys like Matt Stafford and Russell Wilson who are all getting paid more money than Daniel Jones. And to be honest, if I'm starting... Because their GMs right are now, stupid. I would take Daniel Jones over any of those guys. And you can include Burrow, you can include Herbert, and you can include Lamar. All three of those guys I would rather have than Daniel Jones. I don't disagree with that. But those guys are all going to sign contracts worth more money. It doesn't matter Jones. if it's worth more money, man. You're wasting your but cap that was your space. Argument. You said you wouldn't spend that money on them. I'm telling you, for I wouldn't the spend value, that money because I would use the other money. money to benefit my other team. Look, if you know Daniel Jones is like his agent's like, oh, he needs at least forty million dollars a year. Thirty-five. Whatever it was. You know what he's saying there? I need my money. I don't care about my teammates. I don't want Saquon to stay with me. I don't want y'all to give him money. I, I want the money. Daniel Jones, this year was make or break for him. It All was right. last I mean, year. Yeah, he last did, year of your he did better contract. than last year. You play well, pay you him, earn the money. Pay him, you don't, you get screwed. Pay him a lot of money. A lot of money is a couple million dollars. Pay him, but for quarterbacks? To you and me, yes. But in the quarterback quarterbacks? Market, in the current quarterback market of the NFL... Give him $20 million it's a year. not that much. $20 million is not good at all. He hasn't proved it. He, all right, let's the, uh, let's move on. We've been rambling about The Giants this. deem that he has proved it. That's that's their GM's decision. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Honestly, I think you're going to see a lot of quarterbacks in the next two or three years signing deals bigger than that. And I don't I mean, surprised. yeah, as, as, like, you know, as the know, years I, pass, I the deals will get bigger. Russell Wilson getting $48 million next year. Are you happy if you're a Broncos fan? I mean, you, you gotta, probably want to jump off a building. Right? And Daniel Jones is a good guy. But, like, yeah. But you know who did that? The last GM who thought Russell Wilson was going to be something, who's actually a terrible person, apparently, in the locker room. Right. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll keep moving on. Uh, obviously, that got some good content. Um, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Obviously, only time will tell, and, and, and we'll have to go from there. Some upcoming current events. We touched on the players. Huge week for golf. Um... Who are you liking going in? Some really cool featured groups. I don't know if you've looked at them. Really good groups. I think oh, Max Homa's in oh, a really good one. Max Homa, Justin Thomas. Yeah. Scheffler, Rory. Yep. 
some good good some groups. Some really good groups. Um, I I love golf. I love it. Like I just love it. It's I love great. watching it, especially this time of year. It's not in the summertime yet. Nice. You're working. You're you're doing these great tournaments. You're working your way up to the one and the only Masters. Um, it's coming. It's got. It's so close, and it and it'll be there in a few days. We're a month away. It it's all, it's all literally. Same week, you know. I'm not. I'm going home. You you know me. I'm not going to be here for that. I know, I know you're dipping. Um, um, also, NCAA but, basketball conference. But tournaments. to the predictions of the players. Oh, you want to you make a prediction? Yeah. Um, so you see that ball right there? That's Max Homa's ball. He th- he personally gave me. Yeah, yeah he, I remember that. That was at uh, President's Cup. Yeah, the President's Cup. So he threw a ball up into a crowd of people, aiming for me specifically, like literally. And a group of people jumped up for it, and I came down with it. What a play. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a, a tough ca- contested catch. No one caught it. Hit the ground. No one saw it. I put it up and walked away real fast. Good for you. I do think, and this is kind of sad, um, a lady was just sitting in a chair. She kind of got mauled on by these group of people going for the ball. So hopefully she's okay. But yeah, no, Max Homa now. He's one of my favorite players, and I'll always like him now. Yeah, okay. My guys, though, for this tournament specifically, based off what I saw last week, there's guys you can never count out. And that's Scotty, Rory. Rom didn't play good, but you can't count him out. I was going to say, you better mention John Rom. My guys, though, that I'm going to go with are, and it's because I'm biased and my gut tells me that I should do this every time, even though I don't think they're, you know, whatever. Max Homa. Okay. Big, he's going to win a big tournament here. Jordan Spieth. I don't like the Spieth pick. I, I know, but he, he's hitting the he, ball terribly, but like he's always there. If he, this. I know, but I don't know. I just like him too. And Justin Thomas are my guys. Those are my three guys that I always like. It's not saying I think they're gonna win, but I just love those guys. That's fair. I, I I'm I'm obviously I'm not gonna go away from Rom. Rom is a guy that you can't count on. I mean, that was his first non top ten in his last what, six starts. So um I'm not gonna count him out. Scheffler's playing really good golf. A guy to look out for Scheffler scares and me. And my underdog when he's playing he's playing really well right now is Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler's playing good golf. And I love that. I love I that. I like that he's playing good golf. I think it's really good for the PGA tour. Uh I, I want to see him do well. Um, but I guess we'll just have to see on that. Let's uh let's look at some well, of these. I need to say one more thing. Go on golf. Um I think the courses that have been featured lately are awesome. This players championship is at Sawgrass, TPC Sawgrass. Florida. They're in the little Florida wave right now. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, the Island Green. That is an awesome course, and that's going to make Sunday. Cool. 17 on Sunday, he comes down that little island. It's going to be an all. And hopefully, you know, people are making bogeys. Unfortunately for you, Rory. Yeah. If you don't I mean, want that. You, you, you want that close board. leaderboard was awesome. So. Yeah. Um, agreed. Looking forward so we're to looking forward to that. NCAA basketball conference tournaments are under the way. Uh, let's – I really don't really want to go outside of ACC, SEC. Um, we have to. The I, best conferences are not those two. I, I don't think it's the ACC. The ACC is terrible. It's not I, the SEC. The SEC's in the argument. SEC's the top Big ten. Three. It's got to be Big Ten. Big Ten's really and, good. And well, Big Ten's not really good. Hold on, hold on, guys. I mean, it's, the Big Ten this year is not that really good. You're right. I agree. The I ones anybody. The ones we got to talk about is your, you know, Arizona, UCLA, like those guys. Pac twelve. Pac twelve, and then you got to talk about. Texas, Kansas, Kansas State, Big 12. TCU, the 12s. Those are the best two basketball conferences. So let's talk about those two and the SEC, ACC. Okay. Um, I, I'm not tuned in enough to really go in depth. I, I like Kansas State. I think they're a good team. Uh, they're, my, they're my dark horse. I think I TCU is sneaky. 
But uh, I'm most impressed with Texas. I don't think that's original whatsoever in that conference, the Big 12. Texas is playing really well. Texas might sneak their way into a two-seed come March, so it obviously depends on how they play in that tournament. Um, I I think they're going to be really great. Um, So we'll just have to see, but they're playing really good basketball. They've had some great wins. And like you said, quality opponents this year, finally – the Big 12 has something to say about basketball, and, and in my opinion, in recent years, hasn't been that way, with, with the exception of Baylor. Baylor's been uh, really good, but you're starting to see teams like Kansas State and TCU really play a factor, even though TCU's had some injuries this year. Um, I, as far as a conference champion, um, I, I don't want to pick against Texas, but um, I think the one team that could do it would be Kansas State. Uh, what do you think? I mean, right now, Kansas in that conference, Kansas State is not a top seed in that conference tournament. You know, there's those teams you just mentioned that are going to be ranked higher than them with better records, better accolades thus far. But to me, I love Kansas State basketball. I love Keontae Johnson. I love what they have going. I haven't watched enough basketball yet to really know, but I'm never going to pick the number one seed going into a tournament because uh, I don't want to. I'm an underdog guy. And I'm going to go Kansas State there. Um, unfortunately, though, I do like – actually, I guess they're not – you know, right now that – you know, UCLA, one of their best defenders just tore his Achilles. So, for that conference tournament, I don't know. I, I don't – Is it Jaime Hawkins? No, it's not Hawkins. I was like, holy shit. Uh, what about the the little guard? Uh, was it that guy? I, all I know is I just saw something – UCLA's top defender. Okay. Terrors, all right. Well, potentially yeah, And like I said, I'm pretty tapped out of that. Um but but I'm excited. I like to Arizona though out of that conference. I I agree. I think they're playing really good basketball. Uh, either them or UCLA, and I don't think that's and that's no surprise. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's that's. All right, right. let's get to your two conferences that you wanted to talk about. Uh, okay, so interesting to me, anyways, maybe not to to the listeners. The ACC is really interesting to me they're because terrible at basketball. I, I don't think there's a top dog. The top dog right now is Miami. They're not a top and, dog, and Miami has beaten. In the last three months, two ranked teams, that being Pittsburgh, who was 23 maybe, and God, the other ones, anyways, not important. Miami has a great record in conference. They're playing well. But you know who I think is going to win the ACC? And this is surprising. This is a hot take. Are you going to say Louisville? No, they, they lost today. They lost today? They, they got absolutely clobbered by Boston College. Okay. Georgia Tech came back and beat Florida State. Anyways, Duke. That's not that big of a thing, man. Duke is going to win. They have their top four. They have the double bye. And I agree. I agree. They're hot. But you know what I want? I do not want to run into Duke. I hate Duke. No, I hate Duke. I've always hated Duke. You know who I want to win? UNC. I don't. I disagree. I would would take anybody but UNC. Clemson? I would take Clemson over UNC. I wouldn't take anything over Clemson. Duke is going to win it. And I'm telling you right now, they're playing, I think they're playing, playing the best basketball. basketball. I think they're playing the best basketball. They are. And, and they're going to win the ACC tournament. SEC, that got interesting. A&M knocked off Bama. Bama's been reeling. The last five oh, games, man. they've trailed by double digits in every game, including South Carolina, who, uh, <laughs> let me tell you, is not very good at basketball. No. no. Um, I, I'm still not going away from Bama in that conference. I, I don't think... I think Bama's lost their one seed, which is complete bullshit. I think if Bama wins I that conference, they, still have they the should one get seed. it. They're four in the country right now, yes. Um, but the biggest thing, and, and a lot of people don't know about this, is Bama wanted to be the number one overall seed. 
so that they could play they in. They don't or, have. They that could now. play in Birmingham. Oh, I didn't even realize. Which that. would have been awesome. That would have been a home game for them. Um. Anyways, I'm not going away from Bama. A and M. Congratulations, love Buzz Williams. Same. I agree. Great coach. Bama is going to run a train on them if they happen to play them right. at any point. I agree. I agree. And and I think, you know, obviously Bama's really good, but the way I've been watching them recently is it's just Brandon Miller, it seems like. No, I mean, they I have guys like Clowney, Quinterly, but, I mean, actually, Brandon Miller's insane. Well, like, what's that guy's most so impressive good. is their guard play, though. They the, the way Bama's team is shaped is it's three young guys around two Clowney's a freshman guards. as well, right? Yeah. They're, they're around veteran guards. And the veteran guards are Quinterly and Mark Sears, right? Mark Great Sears guys. is phenomenal. And Bama Quinterly has, a good team. Don't get has been playing as good as any guard in the country right now. He gets a lot of hate, even from the Bama fans themselves. Quinterly's playing great basketball. If, and, and my thing in March, what I always stand by, the guard teams play? that win have the best guard play. You look at UNC last year. I know they didn't win at all. But the way that Caleb Love was playing and those other guards was ridiculous. You need good guards down the stretch that are going to make stops yeah, defensively, yeah. move the ball in transition, find the open man, get to the free throw line, make those shots. That's so, how you win. To me, in March Madness winning, is not just guard play. It's guard play, forward play, center play. Agreed. All Agreed. five. Agreed. Got to be playing yeah, But what I'm basketball. saying is when you have two comparable teams, the, the thing that makes the difference is the guard play. I agree. It really I is. do agree on that. It sets the tone of the game. So for me, in the SEC though, right now, I mean, Bama's not been playing the best basketball. They've had no, to come back in the last five I games. I think Texas A&M is playing the best basketball. But I also think Arkansas is pretty athletic, and they've got some guys. They've Auburn got everybody some guys. I would say Tennessee if Ziegler didn't just get hurt. I know. Because he, he's their leader and, like, their point guy. I like him a lot. I like him too. Um, So that's going to be – I feel bad for him, man. man. I, I do. Um, it's going to be – and, you know, this has nothing to do with March Madness. We'll definitely get into that Selection Sunday this weekend. It's just for these conference tournaments, which um, are still really fun to watch. It's a great basketball week. Yep. Let's um let's wrap up the sports segment uh, and, and, get, and into get into the shit. Okay. All this right. is Sportsman Shit, the podcast where we talk about sports and shit. We're going to touch on a little bit of the shit. Starting with Clown of the Week. Shout out um, Hawkins. He's abroad in Europe right yeah, now. Hawkins is gone. This is his segment, and we'll always do it. But uh, obviously, he's the Clown of the Week. He's the biggest Clown of the Week. <laughs> he will maintain that top spot um, probably forever. So these are more just runner-ups. So these are runner-ups, really. So uh, who's your runner-up for Clown of the Week? My runner-up for Clown of the Week is Kendrick Perkins. Um, I, I've i listened to a lot of the stuff that he said on First Take. I, I wholeheartedly agree with everything he said, including the fact that he thinks Jokic is a stat patter, including the fact that he thinks that the people who vote on the NBA MVP race are all racist, and I'm not going to go into that. Just don't feel like it. I, I think Kendrick Perkins is the most misled, uninformed, out-of-the-loop, paid broadcaster, sports analyst, whatever you want to fucking call him, ever. He's terrible. I've never heard one take from Kendrick Perkins where I was like, damn, that's right. That spoke to me. He's so awful. And watching J.J. Redick, and even Stephen A., by the way. Stephen A. is crazy. For, that for those dude, listeners who don't know, uh, those three, J.J. Redick, former basketball player, Kendrick Perkins, former basketball player, Stephen A. Smith, 
talker. Uh, no sports experience. They're on the the first take show, which is a sports show on ESPN, um, and they they get into their ba- their show is arguments. Yeah. Um, and and so and they the they want to be us, but they can't be. Stephen A is the biggest personality in sports media that ever has never played or he done anything. Doesn't in speak. He doesn't speak. He does. He, he yells. He is that what you're about yells. to say? He yeah, screams. Oh he, it's not coherent. I don't care. What's, what did he say? He What's looks at Kendrick Perkins. Get off the weed. Yeah, what is stay it? off the weed. <laughs> and he looks at Perkins and, and Reddick, and he's like, he's had too much. When I see Stephen A has had too much. Yeah, that's too much. That says something. That's when I know that somebody has crossed the line. Kendrick yeah. Perkins is absolutely abysmal in every aspect of the word. Clown of the week. He might be my clown of the year. I don't like the guy at all. And and I was a Celtics fan back in the day. I liked him of as a kid. Of course you were. Of course you were. They're winning. Liked, they're winning. I liked cheering fan. on those guys. I wasn't a real fan. Oh come on now. They're but, winning. You're every time they played the Lakers, I would cheer on the Celtics. And those finals, you know, those series of finals. Yeah, four in a row, whatever it was. I was always Kobe. Everybody was a Kobe guy. I really wanted to see Rondo. I wanted to see Pierce. I wanted to see Ray Allen, Garnett. Kendrick Perkins, Garnett. I wanted to see those guys beat the Lakers my entire life. Kendrick Perkins, you've ruined it. You've spoiled it. I'm no longer a fan of anyone near that organization, and I will never turn on first take again. What do you think about until he says jobless. anything he says, any tweet he does, he ends it with "carry the hell on." Yep. Do you want a saying like that? Do you think I, that's a no? Cool I saying? actually I carry the hell on, and and I've passed right past. Kendrick I go Perkins. right past it, and I I put no stock in it. I'm done with it. He he's he's no good at what he does. I don't know how this man's getting paid to do this. Um, but he is, and it's a miracle. So congrats to you, Kendrick. You have scammed the entire ESPN media and broadcasting crew. You're my clown of the week. Anyways, that was a tangent, Mike. Who's your clown of the week? I'm I'm really interested. Well, I think, you know, what's well, really who's the runner-up clown of the week? <laughs> yeah, and that's up. that's the new segment. Who's yeah. the runner-up clown of the week? Because it's always off. Hawkins. That's right. Um and honorable mentions. I'll give you some honorable mentions. Joe Mixon, who we talked about. John Morant, who we talked about. Yeah. And I think these are guys who who probably should win the runner-up award if they weren't. I'm surprised you didn't say the Giants GM. I do feel he is a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel that way after his contract he gave Daniel Jones. Um, but honestly, in my head right now, if I think of a clown of the week— is it just sports? Like, is this what no, this is? It can be to? anywhere. This is anything. Anywhere, anything. Just a clown. You saw something that that guy, that girl, clown. Um. Any context. Any context. Yeah. I was thinking about doing Haley Bieber. I bet you were thinking about. I doing thought Haley about doing Bieber. that. Um, um, with the, with the Selena whole ordeal, we're not going to get into that. But yeah, I don't understand. She's made I don't a clown of herself. Is. She's made a clown of herself. She has, and and people don't care. Who's who? Selena, by the way. Wait, who's made a clown? Haley. Okay, just go ahead, go ahead and tell them why. Because I'm sure they're curious. Herself. The listeners out there are curious why now. So go ahead and tell your why. She, and she's, then we'll move on. she has been mimicking the personality of Selena Gomez. I'll give you an example. In an interview years ago. Selena was asked, what is the one thing you wish your fans knew about you? And she said, my heart, my heart. Haley Bieber just had an interview, similar question. She said, I just wish they knew my heart. I wish my fans knew my heart. Same thing, okay? That's just number one. She's been doing the same thing on and on and on and on and off again. She just hated on Taylor Swift. Don't hate on T-Swizzy. She did it. Selena Gomez commented 
on the post because Selena and Taylor, if you don't know her, they're they're tight, like okay. good friends. Um, Selena comments on Haley's post and is like, "Sorry, my bestie's popping off." Something along the lines of that. People love it. Selena's following on Instagram. She's now the most followed woman on Instagram. Jumped Kylie Jenner, all those crazy women influencers. Davis, if I had a sound button right now where I could horn you and you, stop yeah. this thing, no. I would do it. Oh, yeah. and, and I mean, that's... We're going to get that up pretty soon here, but uh, <laughs> it's not working right now. But I would help you all out, listeners, and I would stop this from happening. No, that's fine. I'm giving you time to think about your your clown. Okay, I, I mean, I have, I have mine. You have yours. Yeah. Go ahead. I just wanted to go off on a tangent. Okay, that's Haley fine. Haley Bieber's no, a clown. I, I appreciate clown. that. She's a clown. Yeah. Um, Team Selena. Team Selena. Okay. Yeah, my clown of the week. Actually, in fact, my runner-up clown of the week. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do a runner-up and a runner-runner-up. Okay. So a third place, second place, third place, Davis, for what he just said about whatever. Okay. Second <laughs> place. You saw this coming. You know my biases. I spoke about them week one, first second. Clemson. I hate Clemson. I'm a South Carolina fan. Okay. Clemson is my clown of the week. South Carolina has completed the whatever you want to call it, where they we beat them in every major sport. And okay. we just did that so in baseball. Football, basketball, baseball. We just did that. Okay. Um, trifecta. Trifecta. Sweet. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. You'll see them again in baseball, right? We, we do a series every year. Did neutral site. Three games or something? It was two to one, but we don't really play them again. Oh, so they beat you once. Well, we won the series. That's that's the whole point. It's okay. all about okay. who wins the series. Okay. There. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's always how it is. Okay. There's three games. Yep. I mean, yep. Checks out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Clemson people are my clowns of the week. Sam Russell, huge clown. Um, yeah. So, that's, that's my clown of the week, um, Davis. And, you know, continuing with our shit segment of the show as we draw to an end here, the next... Hot segment takes. is hot takes. Hot takes. You had one. I don't really have one. Uh, I'll, oh, I'll think. Yeah, my hot take is this. So recently, I've come into this thing where I put ranch on pizza, and I can only eat the pizza with the ranch now, and I think it's so delicious. But I don't eat ranch really anywhere else in my food palate. I don't like it with wings. Okay. I think it masks the taste of a wing. I don't like it with salads okay. or anything but I do like it on a wrap like a chicken bacon ranch wrap pretty good okay. so th- there's pizza like I said I love ranch on pizza <laughs> <laughs> um, okay but I, that's I, my hot take and that sounds kind of weird people don't really like ranch on pizza I mean some a lot of people do I feel like most people don't but most people don't eat ranch with pizza and if they do they eat it elsewhere and I'm the complete opposite so that's my hot take okay um, I don't really have a comment on that because I'm not a ranch guy in general, but I can see that being a hot take. My hot take, um, man, I just had it in the back of my head. What was I going to say? Oh, it was so good. You want me to give you another hot take while you're waiting? Yeah, go ahead. Give hot take, flip-flops are the best shoe. Okay? Flip-flops. What's the most comfortable shoe out there? The one that just fits your feet perfectly. That's a flip-flop. There's no constrictions. Okay. You put your what toe like into a, a hole. Like a Ugg. That's a comfortable shoe. Yeah. But can I wear an Ugg in the summertime? Probably won't. Probably not. Okay. But what about like a Birkenstock where you're, you don't have the I'm not doing that. between your toes? I'm not doing that. I think Birkenstocks look ugly. No offense, no, Birkenstock I, I, wears. I agree. 
I don't own a pair. Dude, look at my flip flops. Describe my flip flop right there to to the listeners oh, out just there. Just the normal, what are they? Rainbow, whatever the flip flop is. I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, you've clearly worn them a billion times. They fit my toes and feet perfectly. It molds in my toe, my big toes. I, I need my, my. Actually, I'll tell you something. Uh, my big family, toes now disappear. If, if you're listening, Mike could really use no, a pair. No, my mom of just you. got me some. Oh, she did. Yes. But okay. I, I'm not going to wear them until my... like So right now, my big toe has worn away the sole of the shoe yeah. on half of the toe. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to change it out until it's all the way gone. So until this well, big toe gets... It's about gone, halfway there. I'm halfway there. Okay. Well, uh, I actually just remembered my hot take. Random. Was reminded by this by our break. My hot take is the worst, most painful part of a trip is unpacking. And I'll explain I that. I disagree. I'll explain that. And you're supposed to disagree. It's a hot take. That's but all I know. I feel I've like you something. disagree with nope. me about the flip-flops. I don't disagree with you. So? I, I Actually, I, I do, but I don't care enough, if that makes sense. Like, I don't own a pair of shoes that I'm like, wow, those are way more comfortable than flip-flops. But I would rather wear a lot of different shoes than flip-flops. In this instance, unpacking is the worst. Here's what, here's what I tell you. And I know I do it to myself. I am an overpacker. I'm a serial overpacker. I, I bring one bag. It's never big. It's usually one that I can fit under the seat in front of me, right? But I, I'm like, oh, I might need this. Might need these. Might need that. Might need this, okay? Oh, there's no way you fit it into I, a bag that can I fit do. under I, the seat I in front of me. I get it all on in there, all in the seat in front of me. I come back to home, okay? And I get home and I open that bag. Everything needs to be washed. Because now you have put your dirty clothes that in with all the clean clothes. I completely Everything's agree with that. there. Yada, yada, yada. So you have a full load of laundry to do as soon as you get home. I just got home, right? I'm off vacation. I need some time. I need some time to relax and I need some time to unwind. It usually takes me three to five business days to get to unpacking my stuff and another three to five business days to fully do all my laundry. I hate unpacking. That's my hot take. It's weird. It's random. It's niche. But I think there'll be one or two people who might relate. Okay. So I'll I'll say that. No one likes unpacking. That's not something people do. And like, oh, I love I don't. But I don't think it's the traveling that's the hardest part of the trip. I don't think it's the packing. I don't think it's the directions, you- whatever it is. I think it's 1,000%. The unpacking okay. is just, uh, what what's the expression? Like the the... Like the one thing that I don't know just where you're going tipped here. it off. Tip of the iceberg, that thing? Sure. Yeah. The, I don't it think was so. the tip of the iceberg. It's the it it's something. Anyways, the the fire that lit the flame, something okay. That does it for, for me. For me, one comment, one rebuttal. Okay. Comment is I really appreciate how you like you're like, oh, that's dirty now. Like my dirty clothes are all crunched together. Even if there's some clean clothes. The stuff you don't wear. Yeah, if, if that's clean, you didn't wear it. No. Nope. It's now contaminated. It is. I completely agree. For me, I either do dirty clothes in a trash bag or dirty clothes in an outside zipper to try to mitigate that. Um, I did that with bathing suits. But, yeah, but at the end of the day, it doesn't help because it's still in it the doesn't. suitcase that's it wherever. It smells like it. It smells. I mean, it's done. Yeah. So I completely agree with you that, you know, you shouldn't be like, I'm sure there's guys out there. Probably like, let me name someone. I'll just name drop Chud, <laughs> who comes in. It's like, oh, these are these are clean and never wore these. Picks up a dirty pair of underwear off his shirt that he didn't wear, and it's like, all right, that's trash. That's our that's laundry, and that's going right back in my clean shirt drawer. 
And I completely disagree with that. And I know you do too. Now, sort of the rebuttal. Unpacking is not the least worst, like, part of the trip. The whole process. I'm including the laundry and that. I mean, yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun, but I recently traveled to ski trip. With my father, we had okay, a great ski time. Trips are different. Keep going. Um, and I tell you what, man, we flew in and out of some some turbulence, and I've never been like turbulence planes have never bothered me, but it was so bad where I felt nauseous on the way back and the way to and on the way back. I mean, it was, it was. Here's what's worse: if you come in at like midnight or later than midnight, and you're just dead tired, and it's like two o'clock in the morning, you're waiting for your bags and a lug and a baggage claim. That's bad. That is the least favorite no, part. That's of, really of bad. But, but my point with that is that's not every trip. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. Unlucky. Okay. There you go. Every trip you unpack uh, every time. Unpacking is something you do every trip and it is a pain in the ass. Okay. I agree. You know, your flight gets canceled. Just, but uh, those are different circumstances. Different, different circumstances. Okay. What, I would so much rather have to come home and unpack after a smooth travel trip than do what you had to go through skiing. But every trip unpacking is my thing. Um, Last segment here. I agree. I completely agree. Okay. All right. Well, we settled that then. Um, Question segment is what we're going to go to. For now, it's sort of me and Mike just shooting the shit. Any questions that we've got for one another. But what I want it to turn into and and what we're kind of envisioning here is you guys DM us on Instagram. Go to the Sportsmanship Podcast Instagram that we talked about at the beginning of this. And DM us some questions. Stuff throughout the week. Sports. The shit. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't have Listen, to, you know, I promise y'all listeners out there, um, the two of y'all that if y'all DM us a question on Instagram, we will answer it. Um, we will, we will, it will be in the news. Every single question will be answered in the question segment. Um, but for now, it's just me and Davis asking a few questions to each other. Any questions for me, Davis? Yeah. Uh, or, do, or do you want me to go first? Up to you. Why don't you shoot me with one and, and let me think of something. All right, I got you. It is. It's kind of a double question, but let's okay. just turn it into a combo. You know, it's 11 o'clock at night on a random night. You're like, wow. Mm. I want a milkshake. I'm craving a milkshake. It happens to everybody. Yep. I want you to give me a place and a type. Okay. A place being a um, restaurant, a type being a flavor. This is actually easy for me. So what we always do here is cook out. That's not my go-to. You want the best ice cream shake, anything comparable. It's a blizzard. Is that what? You go to to Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen blizzard. It's the one where they flip it upside down to show you it doesn't hit the floor. Anyways. And the most consistent blizzard flavor would be just like a cookie dough. But what Dairy Queen does is they have limited time flavors. And a lot of the times I get those. So it'll be something completely out of the whack. You know, it'll be Reese's and Heath mix. Something like that. Or I've seen like one that's like a Reese's Cups and Reese's Pieces with chocolate in the middle. Just a fudge or something. That's where I would go. Problem is, uh, you know, if you don't want to go, you got to DoorDash it. That's a whole other thing. But if I'm driving, I'm out, and I have any option of any fast food place, give me Dairy Queen. Also, their ice cream machine's not down. I'm not pulling into a McDonald's, getting to the window, and hearing the ice cream machine's broken. I ain't taking that risk. Because I've just wasted my time. Dairy Queen, it's working, it's reliable, and it's the best. That's the answer for that one. Now, let me give you a question. You get to choose one of the following. 
Okay. Okay. And and this is a Jim Nance esque question. Okay. Masters. Living on no stop. Jim Nance. Okay. Masters. You get to announce either March Madness as Jim Nance does. You get all the games. Every game he announces, you get. This is a good question. I like this question a lot. Or you get Jim Nance on the Masters, or you get every four years when CBS gets the Super Bowl. Jim wow. Nance, pick your best event. You only get to do can one. Can I rank them rather than choose one? Sure, you can rank them because that would get us down to one if you had to choose one. I, I guess. guess that would make sense. Three, March Madness, done. Just figured that one right out. Okay. Um, I feel like every four years makes it so like rare for, like, you know, less rare. For, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that it's not every year makes it probably more enticing for him. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl. So Wait, you personally. But I love, he loves the Masters, you know. He started the, hello, friends. You know, it's the yeah, Masters. Yeah. That really brings the Masters, that starts the Masters when he says that. A thousand percent. Um, and he calls it, he calls the ceremony. I mean, he's a great, when I think of the Masters, I think of him. He, he has that famous hole replicated perfectly in his backyard. That yeah. Part yeah, three, was that, yeah, 13? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got that in That's his beautiful. That. That's, That's beautiful. Right. I mean, I saw him and Peyton play So that you're saying Masters... If, I, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying Masters, Super Bowl, March Madness. I'm saying... Keep in mind, you're doing the Super Bowl with Tony Romo. Okay. okay. That's your, who am I that's doing the Masters partner. with? Masters, who would it be with? It was... Is it normally the um, the Sir Nick Faldo? Was he with the but guy? I thought... Is he still going? I think he went to live. Did he? One of those guys retired. I think Nick Oh, Nick Faldo did retire. He did retire. Because I remember seeing him talk, and he was tearing up on... No, yeah, he retired. One tournament. He retired. Or he's done. He might have done something else. But okay, so... I hear you. That's a good answer. No, no, my answer is this. Three, March Madness. Yep. That's it. That's my answer. And and no, you gotta get... You gotta, you gotta I give don't. I don't have you, to. You gotta answer. I don't have to. You, you got it. I love football. Gun, it, gun pointed at your head. Masters. It depends who's playing the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. I, I can get behind that. Is it a good Super Bowl? Not, not your home team. Not my home team. Okay. Ooh. It's it's a it's two great teams. It's two great teams and a Super Bowl. Is it like an instant classic Super Bowl where people are gonna remember the Super Bowl? Or is it like I, I mean pick your poison? Is it is it Joe Burrow against Mahomes? Is it Josh Allen against Mahomes? Impossible. Can't be Joe Burrow versus Mahomes. I mean, sorry. Thanks. <laughs> um just kid. Anyways. Um, I think I'll settle. And by settling, they're both great options. I'll go with the, um, I want to say Super Bowl, but my gut tells me Masters. Masters. I'm going to go Masters. Okay. All right. Well, and one thing to keep in mind with the Masters is you get to interview. I get to do everything. You get to do a lot of stuff. So that's cool. All right. And and it's a tradition, unlike any other, other being the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, agreed. Well, anyways, that's sort of a small sample of of the question segment that we're looking for. Um, We're looking to cut down the rundown. We're looking um, to just cut down some of that stuff that we do up front and really leave a little bit more time for the question segment. Today, we didn't necessarily do that um, because, obviously, you guys haven't been able to send in anything. We just announced the Instagram. We're super excited for that. Please be active. Uh, as we get going, the Instagram, we'll be promoting all of our new episodes, stuff that we talk about. We'll be giving them a title. Uh, and, and really what we're looking for is just support from you guys. Tell your friends. 
reach out to people you know, get them to listen to the podcast. We're really excited about it. We think the direction that it's going in is super positive. You didn't get necessarily a sneak peek of everything that we can do because we weren't able Our to Our producer's get... not here, and trust me, Davis and I tried to figure this um, stuff out, and we can't. Yeah, and, um, and, and that that is an easy fix. Uh, he's just directing. He knows how to, but he has other producing to do right yeah, now. Yeah, he, he's, he's being a producer for um, a play right now, so we couldn't use him tonight, and we're really antsy to get a podcast going. But um, once again, thank you guys for listening in. Um, we're going to be trying to do two episodes a week now, which we're really excited about. I, we're thinking Monday and Thursday. Right now we've got Tuesday going, so I think this week it'll be Tuesday and Thursday. Keep an eye out for that. Thank you guys for listening. Mike, anything else you got to say? Um, Yeah. Our, along with the podcast, f- first, you know, tune in, subscribe on Spotify and Instagram. Um, and we'll send out some contact information or some communication about our moonshine business too that we've been, you know, grinding on. Yeah. But that we're putting that to the side now for, for a long time. And this podcast is, again, our main thing for the foreseeable future. So... Thank y'all all, and have a good week. Hey, yo, you ready? Let's do it.